what it do on deck because this your man animal brown checking in last episode of the year 2017 came and went we got a special episode breaking up from the normal format all right we got the hottest seven topics to close out the year me and the homie spike lou as we always do around this time we weren't gonna leave you hanging without a podcast all right as always, this episode is brought to you by Realville Media Group. Do me a favor. Go to realvillemedia.com. Check out all the shows on the network. Yes, and all of the shows include FSP, Full Sport Press. The 200th episode is up and ready for you to listen. We had Coach Locke back in the building. We had Big Jeff. We had How Weezy. We had Jay hope And they went over the hottest topics in the year for sports. Also, we have the Fresh for Dummies podcast. We got Animal Brown and Jay hope letting you know the latest and greatest in fact. They're going to wrap the year up over there. And we have the Ladies Room Podcast. They're going to let you know everything that you need to know about doing too much on social media. I think that was their last one. That's all the shows over on the network. Go check us out. Let us know what you think. Leave the comments. And on to the show. What it do, what the business is. It's another week in the books, the On Deck TV podcast. Actually, another year mm. in the book. Let me get that out. Another year in the books. Man, what it do, man. It's Animal underscore Brown, a.k.a. the Husky Vegan, a.k.a. Kale Earnhardt Jr. I'm ending the year with that one. Kale Earnhardt Jr. Fire. Oh, I had so many to choose from. I just chose that one to end the year. I could have went with a lot of different ones. I'm just Spike Lou, man. That's, what That's I it? Do. That's it. Nothing? Yeah. Womp, womp. That's it, man. <laughs> what you have on deck for the weekend? Happy holidays to the crowd out there, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. I just celebrated the holidays, man. Christmas came and went. Played Santa Claus, you know. <laughs> Tricking? No. No, that's absolutely right. Absolutely not. Uh, you know, <laughs> the fam is out of town for the the holiday. They went on a cruise. Oh, okay. I decided to chillax this year. Uh, what you have up for the weekend? Man, I was in town with the family. Uh, ate go? good. Ate good, kicked it, chill with my mom. It's always good to chill with mom dukes and shit. mom dukes, man. Absolutely. Um, Santa didn't give me shit. But, I mean, that's just that's what happened when you get after, what, 21? When last Dang. time you got a real deal Christmas? 17? <laughs> 16? <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a real one. <laughs> nah, Christmas used to be lit, like, back in the day, you know. Yeah, and then we was twelve. Yeah, about twelve. That's when it ended. About twelve, thirteen. It was a wrap. <laughs> Grown man shit after that. Yep. Um, but other than that, though, nah, I was chilling. Shout out to everybody I got to kick it with. Um, I hate to come in town and not get to see everybody, but you know how it go. Time yeah. fly by when you're in the city. I got to check out that downsizing. What is the that? Theaters. Uh, that Matt Damon movie where they like, honey, I shrunk the kids two point. That looked alright. It was decent. I, I ain't mad at that at all. It had a cooler twist in there, so y'all should definitely check that out. I, you don't sound too enthused about the movie. No, nah, I recommend, recommend. it. It, it was oh. good. It was it was definitely entertaining. It's a little slow point in there, but it was funny. It was okay. thought-provoking, all that good shit. <laughs> you know? Well, look, this is what we're going to do, man. We're not going to do a full episode for the end of the year, but what we are going to do, since 2017 is wrapping up, 
we're going to take the seven uh, hottest topics to close out the year. Yep. Going into 2018. Unless you want to do the 17 hottest topics, you want to do that? Be no, I'm going to give you these hot seven. <laughs> be your cooler salesman. We out of here. Let y'all know what we think about the close out of the year. And then we're going to be right back on your head, top of the year. Absolutely. Another 52 weeks in the book. Well, 48, something like that. Give or take. Um, all right, man. First off, we'd be remiss not to discuss Combat Jack. Rest in peace to Combat Jack. Condolences um, to Combat and his family. Absolutely. Family, friends, c- fans, all of that. Combat, if you don't know, played a very integral part in the On Deck TV podcast and its creation. How you ask? Shout out to the homie Jay Hove. Sent us over the uh, Guru episode mm. in 2013. Seemed like forever ago. Yeah, Sent us that episode. I listened to it, bro. I was blown the fuck away. I had never heard anything like it. He was giving deep dives, uh, behind-the-scenes looks at what happens in the studio sessions of some of them classic Rockefeller records, and Combat Jack was hosting it. I looked up Combat to see what exactly that was, saw that I had a podcast app on my phone that I never knew existed, and, man, we were looking for a way to kind of get this On Deck TV back up and popping, and once we learned about this podcast format, man, the rest is history. Yeah, that pretty much wraps it Combat was a definitely a motivation for what we do here. Uh, that Guru episode was the first one that I heard. Then we went. I listened to the Clark Kent episode after that. Ooh. One of the first Clark Kents, and like it, it was just the only place that you were getting that in depth information and having that conversation about hip hop and, and and going through the timelines. Combat was a beast at that. Yeah. Probably one of the best at interviewing and getting in depth and going through the history books and walking you through how that person got to be where they are. So, man, he was very much needed yeah. and will be missed as far as what we do here. And we we, we want to do this and continue to do it. Everybody else says he's motivated to continue to do this in his name. Absolutely, man. We we even tried to link up with him a time or two, but schedules, he moved around a lot. Yeah, we got to see him live twice. He got to holler at him the that last was time he was down here with Organized Noise. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. But we, damn, I, w- I would have loved to get a little rap in with them though just look yeah. convo and to think of where the podcasts were getting ready to i mean where they're still going but where him loudspeakers chris morrow where they were pushing it forward even with the mogul joint like the storytelling joint they was taking it over into that lane so everybody that's listening including us you know what i mean like they kind of paved the way for that type of material now i feel like it's up to everybody else including us to get that content out there like how it's supposed to be told yeah keep pushing it forward and you mentioned loudspeakers and for those that don't know combat where he was part on the loudspeakers, him and Chris Morrow. You got brilliant idiots over there. Yeah, you got the read. The read. Uh, waste of time. Waste of time with it's the real. A lot, bro. Uh, Com- Angela Yee joint. show, Angela Yee, lip service. You had tax over there. Tax. So, yeah. yeah. They lost two big podcasts this year with tax and that now combat. That's at, wild. At, at, uh, Woo. So, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know how they're going to move on from that, but. They got a strong network over there. Plus, we out here. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, man. Somebody got to step up to the plate. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, but that hurt, man. combat, man. That was, like, he was a big Colin Council. Yep. For the record, Colin Council. Mm-hmm. Uh, health taking niggas out, bro. Got to watch yourself, man. Got to go to the doctor. I, I got me a doctor's uh, appointment scheduled. I'm actually. scared. I, I hate the doctor. Doctor's got to go. Small. Got to go take care of that, man. That's true. You never know. Oh. Um. All right, man. Number two. Uh, one of the biggest releases to drop last weekend, Lil Wayne, uh, Dedication 6. Finally came out. DJ Drum and Lil Wayne are back at it. Finally? 
Uh, I mean, a lot of people were, we were waiting on, on this. Uh, people were waiting on some type of Wayne material. We know we're not people getting waiting that. waiting on the Dedication 5. You mean Carter 5? Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. That shows you how much people are waiting on that. You didn't <laughs> know which one it is. The name um, Dedication 6 finally came out. Wayne over Jack Beats. He kind of took it back to, you know, what kind of got him hot in the first place. Kind of got him that best rapper alive. This mixtape Wheezy that, that Jay was talking about. You heard it as Wayne Beck. Uh no, like Wayne, it's over for Wayne. Mm. I take. I've said this before on here, and I said it again. We get that Carter Five, and Wayne could go on and bow out gracefully. The Carter Five, all we need that for is just to complete the Carter series. I ain't even really thinking that it's gonna be banging. It ain't necessarily got to be that. He just got to put it out so we can quit waiting, so it won't be detox, it won't be any of those things, <laughs> and, and just like. Wayne can move on, man. Like, he don't even sound. And the reason that I say this is not because he's not ripping some of the songs. He was snapping. But he don't sound interested. He don't sound mm. motivated. It ain't no new topics. I don't hear Wayne talking about anything different. He ain't addressing the cash money situation. Nah. Like, I, I, ain't no subject matter there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it ain't there. No, I agree. And I, I listened to a couple. And yeah, he took off on a few bank account. Um, He took off on that. I thought he took off on the uh, story of OJ beat. Like that's a couple, and look, Wayne is a good an, a enough rapper for you to listen to, and he can hold your attention for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But we're not, bro. Like you said, it's no depth to it, bro. Yeah, you, on, you it's no depth. Like, bro, you just run. You just after a minute, I got the point. Yeah, you coming. <laughs> yeah, like he, he he coming around that corner where yeah, you used to do this, and people would be like, oh, he's ripping it. Yeah. Oh, he got bars, but. He of the age where people are gonna be like, okay, what is he saying though? Right. What these bars mean? No, because it's a lot of other people doing the same thing. Let's be honest, they doing the same flow, and they ten years younger than him. <laughs> that, that's the thing. <laughs> like they ten years younger than him, so they slang makes sense. They cadences sound a little bit better. They're yeah. a little bit sharper. Yeah. Not to say they better rappers than Wayne. They just doing what he made cool. Just a better. New, a twenty eighteen version yeah, of it. They doing it better. The kids want to hit him like even with. No one checked for that Wayne, if I'm mistaken. I don't think kids were out here looking for like, oh, man, that Wayne come out on Christmas. That ain't I, what people were talking I, I about. They was talking about one of our next topics coming up. Oh, I was true. Cardi. True. Like, that was the songs that was about one song. Right. I may have seen a reference to Wayne a couple of times. I, people bored with that now, I think. And I see, and, that, and that's the thing. There's no – you can't pull off like you could Dedication 1 and 2 where that was going to marinate for a couple of weeks yeah, and months. no more. It's not doing that, and it's not memorable. Do you even? Yeah. Did you even remember there was a dedication five, bro? I don't remember that. And, and what was on that? You know what makes you remember that you don't remember it? <laughs> <laughs> it's drama at the beginning, trying to act like this is epic. You remember where you were? Nice try. Dedication one, yeah, I do remember and two. that. Yeah, and after that, I kind of forgot. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't try to hype this up like it's a big deal. What people want from Wayne is Carter Five. Like, until we get Carter Five, everything else is a mute point. Or until he addresses what's going on with Birdman. Until he got a song with Ross or something like that. Like, something like has to move the meter. Everybody tired of Wayne just rapping, dude. Like, he got to move the meter some type of way. And he tried it with this. It's uh, look, it's not trash. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be like it's the worst shit I ever it heard. Yeah, I mean, it ain't little B. Yeah, don't do little B any yeah, kind of way. Protect little B. B actually. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm not going to do him any kind of way. But it's not, bro. Dead ass. I didn't even know we were on six. If you'd have asked me, hey, which dedication are we on? I'd be like, four. I don't <laughs> four and a half. Yeah, I don't know. It's over. Like, bro, like, like the Carter, the Carter. He pushing it with this five. <laughs> 
<laughs> like that that may have been over at three, four ish somewhere in there, but like we just want that I want Wayne to live his best life and I don't feel like Wayne rapping is living his best life. I could see Wayne and we can bring this up on it. Like Wayne could take over for Joe on complex. Uh, I don't Fuck out of here. Wayne could take over for Joe. Nah. The, che- the only reason that Wayne wouldn't be probably good in that space is because the check wouldn't be big enough from Complex. But if they sober him up for about a month, he'll be good. Wayne, in the meantime, for 2018, Wayne is going to be performing at the Porn Star Awards and the see, AVN. See what I'm talking about? That's right up there with Dancing with the Stars. That's worse. Who the fuck is performing at the AVN? The Wayne. What does AVN even stand for? Adult Video... News network, uh, adult video network. Okay, maybe I don't. Man, I don't know. I but just watch the videos. I'm not. If I'm Wayne, I'm I don't dead. go like, to the I, show. I'd go if I was Wayne. I'm not performing. I'm not performing at the AVN Awards. What if it's like the stupid bag though? What's the stupid bag? Like two hundred. He's going for two hundred. He needs two hundred right now. Wayne, it's making me think he need the bag. I was say Wayne shouldn't need them two hundred. Shit. Birdman sitting on his little bands. And he ain't getting nothing off his dedication. This is that piff. This is a that piff drop. (laughs) Ain't no barcode on his dedication six. You need to hit the Chitlin Circuit if you got I I, I would go on tour at the Chitlin Circuit before I did the AVN Awards. Mm, You crazy. Performing? I'm not performing at the AVN Awards. That comes on Showtime. (laughs) I might watch it. Performing live and nothing on Showtime. I might watch it now, though. I don't believe it. You you wasn't watching it for Wayne. No way. You was going to watch it anyway. I'm interested to see what he's going to do with it. He's not going to do none of his dedication six. (laughs) He's not going to do Lollipop. That's the song (laughs) that he's going to do at the AVN Awards. Easy. That's the only one they know. (laughs) They tough. Oh, shit. All right, man. Moving on. Number three, Quavo, Travis Scott. Long-awaited collab album. Long-awaited? Absolutely. Highly anticipated. Mm. Came out. You said it was not ever going to come out. I we got it. It dropped, and it hit with a dud. A lot of reviews online say it's mediocre at best. Is it over with for these collab albums? Get them collab albums done. And it ain't over with because... The quality ain't great. Like, if we hadn't just heard a quality control tape and if Travis Scott sound wasn't on every <laughs> hot tape that came out, yeah. then we would probably like this album and, and we would ride with it and be like, okay, they put a cool little project out. But since each of them have so much music out, it's so much Migo stuff. Yeah. There's so much Travis Scott. Well, with Migo flow. Yeah, and it don't sound, this doesn't sound different. Not to say that it sounds bad, it just sounds like everything else that they're doing. So, yeah. eh, you hit them a level and you throw it away. The like, qu- you don't want to hear that. The Quality Control Project had 30 tracks. 30. It just came out a week ago. How, how, how many of them sounded alike? 29. <laughs> the only one that didn't sound like it was a skit. <laughs> like, bro, they you have to be you have that's again not saying it's some slaw. It's just very similar, bro. They getting beats from the same people. They using the same flows, same cadences. It's starting to run together. Gucci also came out too over the weekend. Glacier, the El Gato. The, but look though, is this the climate that we in that we're in? Right. So is this good or bad? Two questions. Okay. We both know now that the more content that you put out, the more likely you're going to get streamed. True. So is this where we are, that you're going to put out a tape every three, four months? That's going to be at the top of the Apple's new music. People are going to listen to it one time. You get that stream and check it, and then you drop another tape. Yeah. Can we blame them for that? That's no. the check. That's the bag they're listen, chasing. Listen, I'm not mad at QC. Master for, P. 
I'm not mad at QC for taking them leftover hard drive Migo songs and throwing instead of making a Quavo solo with it or a takeoff solo. It, it's not quality for that, but it's enough for this little compilation. Like you said, you're going to run these 30 and your first weekend streams going to be bananas. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's going to be quiet. But you made off with the bag for that first weekend. That's all you can ask for of joints that you wouldn't have made shit off of otherwise. So I, I get that. Here, let me let me sum up this Travis Scott in in Quavo tape though, because it's mediocre mm-hmm. at best. Shout out my man Sam G. He hit me up. He said he fuck with two or three songs, mm-hmm. and he rock with Quavo and Travis Scott just as heavy as I do. We watched the video of your boy Famous Dex. Famous Dex is a young rapper. You a lot of people want to throw into that mumble rap conversation. He had a video when he spoke on old. Well, quote unquote old school rappers like Nas, you know, old to him, Nas, Jay, Big Pac. He said he listens to that stuff a lot because that that's real music. He said what those guys were doing was real music. What my generation is doing, me, Quavo, Travis Scott, we're having fun. He said there, it's not saying that one is better than the other. Just know the difference between the two. What Quavo and Travis Scott and those cats are doing when they try to make these collab albums are having they're having fun, mm-hmm. but the hype has been built up so tough because of their own personal catalogs that we look at it and are expecting real music. You're not going to get that Watch the Throne because those are two real music making artists that put together a project. You're not going to get that. What a time to be alive! Future and Drake make music, but that's so, kind of that's kind of in the same vein to watch What a Time to Be Alive. Man, I get what you're saying. Well, with watch no. the Throne. They're yeah, having fun with it, but those two dudes make music. Listen, make no mistake about that. Yeah, they do make music. So this goes to the point that I want want to ask piggybacking off that. At what point does having fun take away from that Quavo solo project? Because that's when they're going in. That's when they're not having fun no more, right? Yeah. So if we dropping thirty QC songs, and then I got the Qu- Travis Scott and Quavo, and now I'm gonna drop Culture the, the, the Twenty One Savage yeah. and the Offset. Yep. At what point does that start taking away from your big dog records, what you really need to hit? Like, when culture come out, I need a – it's going to have to be another bad and bougie on there for that to stick. Otherwise, it's going to be like that QC album because we done heard four, five, six, seven weeks in a row the same thing coming out with either this collab album, this throwaway like you said, yeah. or we're just in here having fun for these seven albums like you said. At some point in time, it take away from the big dog projects. Like we, there's a culture too is around the corner. That's true. And and, and when is um my man? When when is the the Quavo coming out? I the don't Dolo know. Quavo. You see what I'm saying? So, That's rumored. But it takes away from it since you do get all of this music. I think the reason in which you think, or they can say that they took serious took music more serious back in the day right yeah because the only time that we were let into those rappers lives is when they dropped an album now you're dropping an album every two weeks and we see them on instagram and we see them everywhere else and they doing the promo on espn and they doing everyday struggle Vlogs. and breakfast club and they doing their own thing and they selling their merch in the h&m so it's kind of overkill now so like ain't nothing new ain't nothing impactful the reason to watch the throne impactful because you don't jay don't do that but Kanye no, sorta does that. No, it it was it's impactful for a few reasons. One, because it was two of the biggest artists at the time coming together to do it. We had never really seen that before. Because they're not tweeting though. That, I agree. Right. But but they're also in there crafting up for real deal projects. Like I listen, man. I fuck with Travis Scott. I fuck with Migos and all that. It's nothing complicated about the Migos projects. What well, nothing too complicated to where if you. 
if you put enough time and effort, you could replicate it mm-hmm. and do a halfway decent job. You, you're not replicating Jay-Z and doing a halfway decent. It's not going to work. Right. So you can get those artists. And they're ha- look, you can have fun. Like you said, Drake and Future, those were 11 songs. Those were fun. You could tell they had the studio locked down for a week. They had their favorite producer in there, and they kind of vibed and ran with it. Mm-hmm. But them vibing... Drake vibing with his team and future vibing with whatever it is that get him going in the studio. That's a totally different. Them two, those are artists, dog. Like yes, they know what they doing in the booth. So that I think that's the difference. We're expecting so much more from Quavo and Travis Scott based on what they've done. To your point, though, that the culture tours are around the corner. These little mediocre projects haven't stopped that motorsport wave. That gets clock all day, every day on the radio. People still talking about that shit. People still talking about Cardi verse. People still talking about Nicki verse. That's getting but now that gets clock. I know you don't listen to the radio, but it be that shit gets clock. Satellite radio and terrestrial. It, I, I'm not saying that it doesn't get clock, but I'm just saying that when the time does come around, like at what point are you pulling back? Is all I want to know. Oh, I see like, what you're culture tours around the corner. If I'm the the top dog over at QC, if I'm Coach K or whatever it may be, at what point am I shutting it down and, and going black for a little bit to be like, all right, we got to make them want something. Like, yeah, you right. I, I can't cut on the radio every time. And it went from bad and bougie to yeah. ice trade or motorsport. And not to say that ain't nothing wrong with them making hits. Right. But in between them hits, it ain't no silence. It's, it's, it's more so are we going to pull more on top of That's it? True. And then that don't catch on. And it's just like you got a lot of noise out there. Yeah, you're just throwing shit up against yeah. the wall and seeing which one stick. Exactly. At some point in time, they will have to reinvent themselves. And Coach K is a, Coach seems like a smart it. man. Yeah. I'm sure they'll, they'll figure something out with Migos in there, yeah. most definitely. Um, all right, man, number four. Number four out of seven. We're doing seven topics this episode to round out 2017. Uh, was this North Carolina? What was this? Virginia? North Carolina, tough. Free Bands Gang. North Carolina, seven-man rap group, Free Bands Gang. No relation to future. Allegedly. <laughs> In case you were, allegedly. Um, they have been hemmed up for running an online scheme. Let me give you the online scheme that they got running. Uh, they solicit people to open what's called a straw bank account for about $500 to $1,000, and then they deposit altered checks and make off with the cash before the banks know what's going on. Now, they, police claim they have made off with $1.2 million. Just a cash app scheme. Is this the Ponzi scheme from uh, some, the cash up? I think so. <laughs> Tell me. I don't know. I'm not familiar with this. I didn't know people could still do this with how quickly transactions go through now. You can maybe pull off some check schemes in 98, but in tw- 2017, I didn't know this was possible. <laughs> Free Bands Gang. First of all, why are they a rap group called Free Bands Gang? Um, Were they out before Future? I seriously doubt it. Okay. These guys don't look that old. So allegedly they were depositing checks. Somebody said when I deposited my check a couple of days later, my bank account had been closed due to fraudulent activity. All my hard-earned money that I actually worked for and saved for my daughter was gone. One victim was quoted in saying. So what they were doing was like, you put a little bit of money in there, you write a couple of checks and cash out. Right? right, yeah. Classic scam. Right. Some kind of way or another, they got away with $1.2 million in doing this. That's crazy. Um, I know their Instagram was lit. Tough. I know it was shaking. His money, money phone was out of control <laughs> on that. If you future though, yeah, you got to put a stop to this. Do is it time to slow down on all the like y'all finna stop playing with my name with these baby future jokes? Yeah, and with this free band game, like 
because Future get a lot of bad press, and you talking about somebody that don't do interviews. Yeah, he don't do shit. You know, he, I don't see Future tweet. <laughs> All I see him is on IG here and there, then with Young Thug, like doing a little diamond dance and stuff. Right. So, do Future got to say something? Do you feel like if, if you Future today, tomorrow, before the New Year's out, do you you got to separate yourself from this? No, listen. First of all, if I'm I'm if I'm Future, I'm more upset at these dudes because they they had 1.2 million and I never heard of this free band gang in North Carolina. What the fuck are y'all doing with y'all <laughs> bread? Like we are all have supposed to heard of these niggas, dude. Exactly. If you if you don't, I didn't got off of 1.2 million. Man, That's not what? no low key thing about it. Nah. Dude, they need to be on YouTube. Y'all already got the tattoo tears on your face, and they like you was trying to hide nothing. Like right. They got all the pictures and everything on uh, Hip Hop TX. Mm. Of course, Vlad reporting it too. So I'm sure a lot going to come out from this. One of them going to talk pretty soon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Out. They got charged with conspiracy, bank fraud. Um, they facing 30 years. Damn, really? Tough. Nah, somebody talk. somebody's talking right now. Probably out already. <laughs> One of them out right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised that people still are able to pull off these scams, dude. Like, I, I, I know how it went back in the day, but I, I didn't know that you could still do that shit. With you the a scam back now. in the day? No, nah, see, no, nah, nah, see what, what happened I had, was what I had heard that people <laughs> used to do. You know what? You know, back in the day when people used checks and they used to take like a week to clear. Mm-hmm. See, people would go and they would make the fraud. They would make the fake bank accounts. Mm. They would put about a thousand in the. Fa- they would open up a bank account, put about a stack. I ain't know nothing about this. Now I'm finna put you on my game. This was 99, 2000, 2001. Mm. Open up, the, get about four niggas together. Put enough money in there to be like about a thousand. Mm. Then you open up the account. And then when the checks, you order the checks with your social security number. I mean, with your driver's license number on there. And your social security with number on there. With your driver's license and yes. social. Yes. Get you order them with that already on there. So that way, when they come in and you wait till after a certain time, I think three or four o'clock, the banks turn into like an automated phone number. So when you buy something that's a thousand dollars and they gotta call the bank to make sure you got it, it's an automated number after a certain amount of time. So you wait till four o'clock, five o'clock, and then you just go buy a bunch of expensive shit and every time they call the number, bam, it's telling you that your thousand dollars is in there, so you cool. And they charge you the game and you run that and then the next day you say somebody stole your credit card. I mean somebody stole your checks and then you deposit you take out the thousand. So you scamming. made away with the thousand and all the shit that you just bought. So you just birthed a generation of scammers. That's what you did. Y'all this is birthed. what I heard went on in college. I heard this went on in college. I was in school. I was in the classroom. All righty then. Absolutely. Y'all but apparently know. you can do this in 2017. Who knew? That's impossible. $1.2 million worth. I refuse to believe I could send a motherfucker cash up $100 in a second. <laughs> <laughs> and, and some kind of way or another, niggas is stealing checks out here still. Like, no. Some, some, they had a hacker or somebody in their group. You got to know computers, I believe. Oh, but yeah, thanks, thanks for the history lesson on scamming. Absolutely. We appreciate that. Yeah, man. What's the next topic for the end of the year? Um, Number five, Joe Budden leaves everyday struggle. Mm. All right, so everybody has seen this by now. Joe Budden, due to contract disputes, maybe we'll get into that. Creative exactly. struggle. Yeah, the, the creative struggle. Um, he has decided to leave the show, and right now it's academics and the desk, and they have somebody, a substitute in there every other day. Who kid was there? Who kid? Somebody was there he today. He was trash, too. Yeah, I, listen. Somebody I, was there today? Yeah, somebody different was there today. I don't watch everyday struggle i only remember that it comes on because you mentioned it i used to watch it every day yeah that, you're clearly the connoisseur of this 
whack ass show. Yep. Um, you so don't watch it, but it's whack. Yeah, it's shit whack. But what? You what you don't watch? Not at all. Okay. What? Uh, who can replace Joe Budden? Two, will people still watch it? And three, what does Joe Budden do from here? Those are the big three questions. Um, you need to repeat them. You forgot what I'm just said already. No, nah, drink your little water and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let the professional speak. <laughs> so with Joe, the thing, the complex and the problem that they have is they, they probably, I feel like, had him at a discount rate because they didn't know if this was going to work coming in. Once they seen that it did work, and Joe, I'm sure, from what it seemed like, was unreasonable to work with, mm. they end up predicament where they give him more money or they try to find somebody who can replace him. And for that price, like, there's no one that's going to bring in the interest that Joe Budden bring as far as being in media. Yeah. So, like, there are people that could do it. Like, a T.I. could do this, but mm. Complex ain't got the money to have T.I. there four days a week. And he ain't got the time to be there exactly. four days a week. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, the money. Like, yeah. so T.I. going to be there four days a week, you got to be paying him money. Facts. Um, And other than, like, maybe a T.I. or he would probably bring the interest. They just couldn't afford him. 50 uh, you can't afford it. Yeah. Because 50, if 50 were to do that, then he could just go do it on This Is 50 and try yeah, to build true. up his social media platform. And plus, I don't think that 50 would be biased enough to say what he, like, he, he more so try to troll when he up there. The thing that was good about Joe when he was there, he tried to give you insight without being biased. It's like, boy, I've been in the industry. I know how these things work. This is my perspective on it. That's why I watched it every day to try to get that perspective. And it was also entertaining to see him put somebody who's younger on game and show them remove the curtain per se yeah. as to the industry for academics as he used to do. And even for us as fans, some of the stuff that we may not know or some of the things or questions or guests that he led down the road of getting us good information. He was one of the better people at that that I feel like that's going to sit in that chair. I don't think the complex can afford to put nobody else right there. So that show, right, to me, it's over. Like, that's done. What Joe will do is can, he can take that format and sell it to Revolt. He can sell that format to uh, Viceland, yeah. create his own platform, him and academics. But as far as complex doing it, it's dead because it got to a point where they taking too big of a social media hit or a PC hit as far as public relations. Like now Joe saying, oh, it's an uproar over there. They were trying to get over on us as creatives. They wasn't cutting the check. Uh, now you got that stigma. Yeah. And it can be true and it can't be true. Or it may not be true. But one thing, Charlemagne did call this though. He said six months is a wrap. Yeah, we all knew that. If you follow Joe Budden's career, then you knew this one going to last long. He's, he self-sabotages himself all the time. He's his biggest, worst enemy. All right, look. Um... I, I watched it early on. I couldn't get into it. It was trash. Plus, I felt like it was. I'm gonna be all the way honest. It was too close to our shit, so I just can't. I, I can't entertain it. But I will say that he. I did listen to his podcast where he gave his side of the story, and he kind of saw the writing on the wall in terms of not being cut in on certain deals like Nike, um, things of that nature. What Joe has to understand, which I think he's fully aware of, which makes him all the more smart for this is that when you get hired to do something, whoever out there works a nine-to-five, whatever they ask you to do within those nine-to-five, that's what you do in, inside those walls. You don't get an extra payment because you work on a project on the side. <laughs> they don't give you something extra on top of your check for that. <laughs> you get the salary that you signed up for. Mm -hmm. The end, when it's time to renegotiate, you renegotiate based on the shit that you brought to the table, which may have been extra stuff here and there. Now, what was the rumor? He wanted five million, two million, something like five million? It was five. The rumor was five, but I don't believe it. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, motherfuckers at ESPN don't get five. 
$5 million a year. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith don't make $5 million a year. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for me to think that somebody was going to do that over there, they can cancel that. Uh, word on the street, though, that he is working with Revolt and that they have ponied up the $5 million for him and his podcast, alleged, or for, for him and a podcast. These are all rumors. It has not been confirmed that is very interesting, though. That's a good negotiating point, them $5 million. Yeah, that's a good start. So you can settle for two. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like I don't think that it's self-sabotage because jo- who Joe is blaming more so than Complex, I, he keeps saying Verizon. Yeah. So like, people are like, well, Complex bag can't be that big. When Verizon bought Complex out, they would value them at 250 to $300 million. That's a big bag. That's a big bag for a company to be like, well, we want to give you 200000 for the best show or, well, excuse me, the highest rated show on their network. Because from what I understand, it had the most views as far as a new show. It didn't do the numbers that some of the older shows did, but it was right. only been around eight months and it was on par to do the same numbers or better than all the rest of the shows that they had. Yeah. So I don't really think it was self-sabotaged by him. I, I mean, I, he know his worth. And if you're able to go into a situation like the 9 to 5 is different in what you say. Yeah, you're right. You sign up for a 9 to 5, you are, are to do your job and the things that come with your job, whatever it entails. Just because new bags come in for the company don't, don't mean, mean you get new bags. Exactly. That's working a 9 to 5, though. As he always stated, he's an independent contractor. So if my worth is this and I brought this to the table for this company – if other things start to happen based on what I brought to the table, then I want to be brought into the negotiations at least. I think he said that because he felt some type of way because he came with the idea. Yeah, he he came with the idea, and then they making money as a corporation off the idea that I came with, and y'all ain't like, hey, he go a kickback. No, you should have negotiated that up front. You should have. Yeah, hey, I ain't <laughs> you saying you that up front. Absolutely right, but you have to respect him being able to walk away, though. If I didn't negotiate it up front, him sitting there bitching about it and then still going to work every day would be a different thing as opposed to, oh, okay, y'all y'all running it like this? Cool, I know my worth, I'm out. Would you have waited it out one more year? No, because he don't have to. I mean, the reason that I feel like that I wouldn't have, I, well, the reason that I say no and the reason that I think that he doesn't have to, he already in negotiations, like he say, with Revolt. He got the thing with Charlemagne right now. His yeah. podcast doing, I think he said he'd do a million a week on there. I don't have to wait on Complex, That's especially fair. if they've treated me like I'm – one of his gripes was they didn't treat him like talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't agree with this personally, but smoking in the bathroom, he had a big problem with that. Yeah, that was stupid. But his thing was, I'm famous, though. And that was I'm stupid. No, nah, it's not stupid. That was though. stupid as fuck. It's stupid to want to smoke in the bathroom in 2017. Who but who smokes cigarettes, first off? Absolutely right, but listen to this. This is New York. Uh, well, actually, that makes a difference. But exactly. Joe Budden's probably the most famous person up there or the most recognizable. If he's smoking cigarettes and I got to go down to the street every time I want to smoke, bro, who may be, notice yeah. me, what may happen, that ain't Stop smoking, compli- bro. Nobody, nobody hey, that's fine. Shit. We ain't here to be elf advocates. Smoke? I'm just here. <laughs> I understand what he's saying. Like, you're not treating me like talent or respect in the space that I'm in if you try to send me downstairs to smoke my Bruh, cigarettes. That's, that, he was just trolling when he said that. Nah, he wasn't trolling because he feel like I'm the most talented motherfucker in here and y'all gonna send me downstairs? So what? You just try to pull the, do you know who I am card? He, fuck out of here. Well, not even you know who I am, but y'all should at least cater to talent is what he's saying. He, well, don't, that, he don't that, feel like that they cater to talent. So, no, to answer your question, I'm not waiting around a year for them to recognize my worth, especially if I don't have to and I'm already standing on my own, too. Like, Joe didn't need that. I feel some type of way because he heard our shit before. Man, I don't give a fuck. <sighs> fuck what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck. He heard our shit, no said something. 
He, he said something about our shit. Six months later, this idea that he came up with pops up on on, on complex. I don't give a fuck. No fuck idea. I can't original. watch that shit. Fuck out. Uh, no comment. All right, man. Next, moving on. Number six, Nipsey Hussle versus Henry Warford. Who the hell is Henry Warford, you ask? Mm-hmm. He is the reporter that clowned Diddy for wanting to buy the Panthers. See, he looked like Diddy just got done drinking a 40. Him even mentioning a 40 lets me know who we're dealing with here. It's clearly a clown-ass nigga. Let's, be fi- let's go and get that out the way. Talk. You're on the news and you just said somebody had a 40. You sound like uh, a fucking idiot. Um, Nipsey Hussle felt the same way, uh, went at him on social media, and then Mr. Warford, Said, okay, man, you want to fight me? You're, you're mad? Let's do it for a million dollars. Let's fight for charity. Let's fight for charity, you know, like Chris Brown and Soldier Boy was going to do. Um, of course, Nip is <laughs> not going to fight dude for charity. He's not going to fight dude at all. Dude look like old ex-football playing ass. <laughs> used to be security guard in the club ass <laughs> nigga want to fight somebody. Now my question is, did, did Nipsey play this situation the right way? Uh yeah, cause at the end of the day, dude ended up apologizing, and he was like, "Me and Nipsey talking, and we see eye to eye now, or whatever it may be." So if I'm Nipsey, I'm I'm definitely not gonna get in no uh, tweet battle back and forth with some lame news reporter, especially if he go to the gym every day and think he's Superman and he on the <laughs> Barry Bonds uh, <laughs> damn treatment or whatnot. Like I, I ain't doing that if I'm Nipsey, even if I got them hands and can beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> or if you know somebody, well, like, I'm not going to do that with him. So what I would do is, like he did, go on and make that phone call, make it real uncomfortable <laughs> for Mr. Whatever, Mr. News Anchor Man. And I, you ain't even got to do nothing. You Nipsey, you L.A. yours, essentially. Yeah. So I just make it real uncomfortable, man. Just, like, have my nigga just sitting outside the studio, the rag zone, you know, just, like, just very uncomfortable for him <laughs> every day at work that he apologized. Well, yeah, he did. He did say that they spoke out over the phone and all is washed. There is no fight, um, no hard feelings, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like Nipsey shouldn't have even entertained this because let's be honest. He kicked it off by talking about dude on social media with his Nipsey and his X amount of million followers, dude. So that the storm kicked up because he even entertained this clown, dude. So, like, for now, the dude to come back and be like, oh, shit, okay, you want to fight me? Let's go ahead and set this up then. <laughs> like, now you done, Now you either you got to take the boxing match Mm-mm. and take a possible L. <laughs> but that, why even say anything in the first place then? Because dude done backed out and actually said something. You probably didn't think he was going to say shit. He probably, he probably didn't. But if I'm Nipsey and I know I can back it up, I ain't got to fight the dude. Like I said, I'm just going to make it uncomfortable. Like, wait, the gym you work out at, <laughs> have my guys posted up there. Posted up all outside of work, riding up and down your street, and maybe at your, sitting on your kids' school. That just ain't a, what he said. He said he I'm would fight saying, dude, though. Okay, but then he going to come back because he going to want all of this to stop. All my Everywhere he go, he going to see Crips. So, like, he going to want all this to stop. Then he going to get on TV and say, you know what, Mr. Nipsey Hussle, you're a great guy. I don't want to fight you. As a matter of fact, I'm donating to your charity. <laughs> Like, I'd have just made it uncomfortable up until then. I I would never put no hands on him or nothing. It just made it real uncomfortable for him. Uh, Yeah, that's funny. Um, I will say this. Nipsey, just hurry up and drop. Let's drop that album, though. Let's go ahead. Let's speed that up. You said February. Let's just drop it in January. Why wait? Uh, He put out a new single, too, with uh, Swiss Beats. You hear that? Oh, man. I fuck with it, though. His doppelganger. 
his, <laughs> no way. That's his uncle. His so. doppelganger is his brother. Nipsey Hussle and his brother look exactly <laughs> alike. I said his brother was the true value version of Nipsey. <laughs> <laughs> man, and then you got to see the picture, man. It's so funny, man. Shout out to the team over at Marathon, though. Oh, shit. Now nah, they getting to it, but that's funny in the motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Last one before we get ghost. Uh, number seven, Cardi B. 2017's M- MVP, maybe? Arguably? Maybe. Um, riding high off of that Bodak Yellow. She finally dropped her long-awaited second single to end off 2017. It's called Bardier Cardi. The Christmas Carol. Now, it's featuring 21 Savage. That's oh, your man's. Ho, ho, ho. Did the single live up to the hype? Is this what she needed going into the new year? First of all, who else is she going to feature on a Christmas song besides the 21 Grinch? Oh, my God. Let's go 21. Oh, uh, um, I I mean, this song was decent. Cardi just riding it away. She can't do nothing wrong right now. So That's a fact. In, 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 in being able not to do anything wrong, you're talking about an album that we need to go ahead and drop and to come out going, and let, let's have it. They're trying to float as much as they can out there about the offset cheating and to throw the negative press her way. Every time negative press come Cardi way, she catch it, throw it back to the crowd, hear yeah. you play with it, and she make the best out of it. She always comes out on top, it seems like. I don't know how long she'll have that angel dust, so I feel like she need to go on and just drop that album now, go on and do the offset Cardi B wedding and cash on out Yeah, before like the the whole... It wears off. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say this. The song. The song is cool. I'd have. I'm gonna be honest. I think it's better to be her in the club. I heard it on my computer. Oh, man. <laughs> so I can't just judge it like that. I need to hear it probably in a club or a lounge or at least on the radio. See how it play like that. Um, but it, it's no Bodeg Yellow. But it's not trash either. I'm interested to see if this wave continues into next year. I don't know if this is the track. Now, you mentioned the alleged offset cheating and all of that. Like, she's already done thrown that back in people's face. They done, they, her and offset was on Instagram live having sex. So, like. Wait, whoa. They were, it was simulated sex. Same shit. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. Same difference. No, it's not. It's, it's something to get people to stop talking about the 10 that offset had in his video. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, listen. Listen. Trust me. Cardi saw that video, saw the girl that was an offset video, and she had to charge that one to the game. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a 10 that he had in his bed that was walking to that goddamn shower. Let's not ever forget it. Cardi B's a smart woman. She knows the game. She gives it up <laughs> when it needs to be gave up. That's a fact. Fair enough. You had a 10. Don't let me don't don't get hemmed up no more. Like just you fucking up my wave. <laughs> That's how that conversation went, and it was over with. Um I, I'm interested to see. They need to go ahead and do the BET special just like just like Gucci. It's going to get just the amount of looks and maybe even a bigger movement, dude, because people love, people love Cardi, Cardi B. And they love Offset, too. And you can't wait for an album. That's crazy. Nah, I ain't even listening to that. Fuck I'm rooting for it, though. <laughs> Sound like you hate it, Um, All right, man. Before we get out of here, a lot of new music to kick off your uh, end of the year. Uh, like you said, the Gucci came out. Did you listen to it, though? It was just... No, I ain't got. Ch- I have not got a chance to listen to that Gucci. It was just, it was just like drop top. It's just like one of them. Just, it, it wasn't like a Mr. Davis man. It wasn't no for real deal project. Um, that Quavo, Han- that Quavo and Travis Scott, Honcho Jack, Jack Honcho. I knew by the name there was gonna be some slaw. <laughs> name garbage. 
Um, and oh yeah, dedication six man, y'all y'all let us know how y'all feel about that, and we appreciate all the comments on at on deck TV podcast. That's the uh, Twitter and IG. Y'all gave us comments about our respective top ten list. We appreciate the feedback. For the record, a lot of people obviously didn't listen because they were asking for Star, and we explained <laughs> Star had three fire projects that dropped this year, so we had to combine them and put them in an honorable mention. All right, we can't have three slots filled up by one person. It's just not fair. Um, but thank you for ever, all the comments. Also, uh, big wh- hey, what do you listen to when the ball drop? What you got cracking for New Year's? Um, I don't know. I may go to this comedy show. Check out I got TK Kirkland. Oh yeah, know. yeah, yeah. He in town. That might be kind of dope. You the, I'm gonna give you the underrated ball drop song. Phil Collins, fill it in the air tonight. Mm. Tough. In the air tonight. Tough. So you went deep, man. Tough. You ain't go rap. You ain't go. That's you it. Went That's Phil shit. Collins. Nah, 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 nah the, the deep do, shit. Do, 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 That's do, fire, do. though. Don't get it twisted. Play that at midnight. It's going down. Easy. Um, what you got? Nah, the sleeper is Louis Armstrong. You try to talk about mine, and you going Louis Armstrong? It's a wonderful life. A wonderful world. What a wonderful Everybody listening Do me a favor New Year's Eve When the clock strikes midnight Hit play on that Louis Armstrong It's a wonderful world And for them 2 minutes and 15 seconds I just want you to look around Don't even say nothing Just look around Look who you with Look at your gal Look at what she got on Look at your homeboy Look at what he got on Look at what you got on Look at your watch Look at your pants How your pants fitting Look at your shoes. Are they clean? Are they fresh? Hmm? Look at your whip. Look at your watch. Look, just look. I think they get it. Now. Let all of this marinate. No, they need to understand this. They need to look at everything. Let it marinate. And if, goddammit, if by the end of that song, dude, your eyes not sweating, <laughs> your, t- your soul ain't been touched, then you need to replace everything that you just got through looking at. Because that's how fucking deep that song is. And I think to myself, fire. Nigga. Happy New Year's to you and yours Shit. from us over here at the On Deck TV podcast and the Realville Media Group, man. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us. A big year ahead of us. Uh, yes, we're going to continue to try to keep doing that for y'all. Go to the rap channel on Facebook, leave the comments, your New Year's resolutions as far as what it concerns with hip hop. We'd love to see those. Absolutely. Uh, comment on Instagram, On Deck TV podcast. Also, add us on Twitter to let us know what you're thinking, man. We look forward to working with y'all all of next year. Absolutely, man. Stop stealing our shit, complex. Good morning! Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.